Hello and welcome to a fresh new episode of the Wildcat Offense Basketball Edition, hosted by yours truly, Wes Ibarra of Offsea Sport. I want to thank everyone for the likes, the ratings, the reviews, the listens. It means so much to me and it keeps me motivated to keep making content like this for the project for you all. I share the podcast with friends, family, colleagues, anyone who is down to join the sports talk conversation. I can be found on most podcast platforms like Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Offsea Sport is spelled O-F-L. F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T. Um, I also want to thank everybody for joining me on their Sunday morning, uh, whether you're off to worship, getting a workout in, or even just getting ready for the game. Um, I mean, appreciate you for just joining me here tonight, or should I say today, because it is uh, 8.50 in the morning as we are broadcasting this, and it is game day. So happy game day to everyone listening today. Uh, the Cats travel to Bloomington to play IU, uh, Indiana. And that game will take place at 2 p.m. Central Time, uh, FS1 for the TV broadcast. So for those that have a nationwide cable package, you're in luck. You get the chance to watch the Wildcats today. And for those uh, looking to hear it over the waves of radio it's am 720 wgn in the chicagoland area and sirius xm 381 for those on satellite uh, radio a lot to look out for in today's game so uh, like i mentioned in the last show and if you have been following um boo booey hit the 2000 point career mark he currently sits at 2020 points 2020 and he's just 18 points away from tying john sherna for the uh career scoring record of 2038 points um so a lot to look out for for our fearless leader boo booey who is leading the way with 19.2 points a game and 5.2 assists for the season um he is our fearless leader like i keep saying um of course going into today's game uh the hoosiers are 14 and 10 6 and 7 in the big 10 and they're coming off a really tough defeat at purdue so looking at their last five um they are two and three they do have a close win over ohio state a tough loss to Penn State, a win over Iowa, and an eight-point fall to Illinois. While the Cats are also two and three in their last five, the two wins coming from Nebraska and Penn State. Um, again, sure, the record isn't as sexy, and by they, I mean Hoosiers. But to me, this is a team much like uh, Rutgers. This is a team that their record, or what they are, is better than what their record suggests. And, you know, the Cats should actually be very, very careful going into today's game just because, you know, at this point, right, because the Cats are quite up there, right? There are going to be teams that are going to play the role of spoiler that don't want Northwestern to get a slightly better position than they are right now. And Indiana has always had good basketball teams. I mean, that's pretty obvious, right? You know, Indiana is just one of the programs that make college basketball, college basketball. And sure, their record isn't sexy, right? They're not the same as the Cats per se at, um, at 17 and 8, right? But, you know, 
when you always play Indiana, it's always going to be a tough game just because those teams are always, at least on paper, very, very good. Um, and historically. So looking at everything else, though, at least for this year, you can say or make a generalization that Northwestern is just about better in every statistical category, right? They have more points scored. They average more points per game. Um, Indiana shoots the ball just a little bit better, 47.3 to 46.2. Uh, very putrid free throw percentage, 66.4 to the Cats, 73.2. Cats shoot better from three, 39.4 to 32.8. They rebound slightly better, 31.9 to 28.9. Cats assist better, 15.9 to 14.7. And also, Indiana does rebound better, uh, if I haven't mentioned that already. Of course, uh, the Cats commit less turnovers, 8.7 to 11.5. Cats have the way better assist-to-turnover ratio, and Indiana has a slightly better block shots average than the Cats, so 3.8 to 3.5. Uh, besides Boo Booey, right, our leaders are Brooks Barnheiser with seven rebounds on the year, or averaging seven rebounds on the year. Bowie does lead the way with assists, and Barnheiser leads the way defensively with 1.9 steals. Malik Renault leads their scoring with 16.0 points per game, 56.5% from the field, 35.1% from three. Not a really good free throw shooter, 63.8%. Khalil Ware leads the way rebounding, 9.0 rebounds a game. Uh, Trey Galloway is their leading assist man with four assists of the year, and Khalil Ware leads the way with blocks. So, of course, um, we're not sure if Langborg is going to play more minutes today. He only had 10 minutes last game. So I'm expecting more output from Nick Martinelli and the rest of the bench. So Hunger, Preston, Mullins, and Clayton. Um, so, but other than that, you know, the still, still the leaders statistically are Langborg. Um I'm not going to count Ty Berry today because he is out for the season. Nick Martinelli's the next highest league scorer with 7.6. And then of course, there's Nicholson with uh, four rebounds, 4.1 rebounds, and 5.2 points a game. Looking at Indiana, besides Renault and Ware, Galloway does have 11.1 points a game and four assists to his name for the year. And uh, Mackenzie Mbako with uh, 10.9 points a game and 4.1 rebounds. So they have four guys averaging double figures this year. So like I've always said in previous episodes, guys who have double figures, if there's more than three or close to a starting lineup's worth, that is a sign of a really, really good team. And it just so happens that there are just a couple games that probably just didn't really shake their way and uh yeah but like i said this team is better than what their record suggests and you really really want to be careful of that you also want to keep in mind that this is a road game so like i said before you want to dominate at home but you also want to steal as many games as you can on the road and this is a one and done matchup again so Kind of like I said in last night's episode, right? You need to capitalize on these because there really is a slim chance that you're going to see these teams again, right? It could be very well possible that uh, be that the Cats are going to see the Hoosiers or even the Scarlet Knights again in the Big Ten tournament. But, you know, that's not a given, right? Because it's a, you know, win or go home type situation at that point. But 
in the regular season where you're building up your resume for the postseason, right? You want to have those wins because it helps the selection committee give your judgment more, I guess, favor, right? Because like I keep saying, the Cats are just playing for seeding at this point, right? I don't see them jumping any of the two, let alone three teams ahead of them in the standings. But at this point, right, you want to do better than a seven seed. Not that there's nothing wrong with being a seven seed in the NCAA tournament, but it'd be nice if the Cats could be a six seed or a five seed, right? Because then they'll have a favorable matchup in the first round and maybe a slightly favorable matchup should they win that game. Uh, so, but from a just overall quality check standpoint, if you will, if you can come away with those one and done matches victorious, right? Because, you know, there's no chance to get a rematch if you lose, then yeah, you know, it gives you a lot of confidence. It gives you a lot of moxie, right? That you can beat a team just about almost any time. Uh, and winning against Indiana is also really just a sweetener because, right, we all know what Indiana is about when it comes to basketball. That's the really one of two, three basketball states, right? And, you know, the Hoosiers and the Cats have met quite a lot, right? This is going to be the 177th meeting and Indiana holds a huge <laughs> record over the Cats, 120 and 56. However, uh, Northwestern has won uh, four of the last five games and are, and have actually won the last four. So, um, and the last two in Bloomington, right? So in 2020, Cats won 74-67 and won a one-point heartbreaker to the Indiana faithful, 84-83 last year. And if they win today, it would be the first time since 1914 to 1916. And Coach Collins is 8-8 eight and eight in his career against the Hoosiers per NU Sports. So today's a really good day to kind of put a bigger um, dent in the gap between Indiana and Northwestern, right? And, you know, it really is a good year for Northwestern to succeed uh, because, you know, we have the team. We have, it seems like coach has figured it out. And it seems like we have the backing now. You know, people are going to games and whatnot. But let's get back to more of the nitty gritty about this. Uh, so I have, of course, three keys to the game, as always. Uh, the first key is let boo do boo things, right? Like, I'm sure a lot of you watched the All-Star Weekend festivities last night, and I'm not trying to say that, you know, Boo Booey's any of these guys, but, you know, you look at the guys shooting the three-point contest, and, man, you, you kind of see a lot of Boo Booey in that, right? Like, the guy will shoot off the dribble, will shoot NBA-length threes, right? And he will make them. And that's, I think, one of the really, really beautiful aspects about Boo Booey's game is that, he can shoot from just about anywhere as long as he has the space. And, um, you know, I think for him to be 18 points away from the all-time record, and he's very much capable of doing that, uh, we need to let him have as much opportunity to get that record as possible. Of course, it would be nice if he could do it at home uh, against Michigan, which is the next 
home game this upcoming Thursday. But of course, if he gets it here, it's a very nice feeling, right? Because he does it with the program that he's been with forever. Um, he does it in a place where college basketball, it's pretty much like a college basketball cathedral, right? In um, Indiana's home court. I think it's uh, Assembly Hall, if I'm not uh, mistaken. And, you know, it would be one of the super highlights of an already good year for him and the Wildcats, especially in that, you know, this will be his last year, right? And his options pretty much are to go pro and wherever that may be. Uh, so let boot cook. Second thing is step up, step up, step up, right? I don't know what Langborg status is going into today's game. Of course, there's no Ty Berry. So for guys like Nick Martinelli and the rest of the bench unit, can't seem to get my words right at 9.02 in the morning, um, they need to step up. They really need to really contribute, right? And because uh, this team looks a little more starter-heavy on Indiana's side, you want to have the depth show up, and maybe that will be the difference in today's game, is how well each bench unit can respond, especially for Northwestern. Now that one bench guy is now starting, and four other guys are going to get now their opportunity, and a lot of those guys on that bench have a lot of college basketball on their resume, so hopefully the experience can come into play. I mean, I understand, right? It's not easy to just sit down and play limited minutes for practically 80% of the regular season and expect to change the stat sheet right now. But at this point, you kind of have to, to do it. And Northwestern has been shown many, many challenges throughout the season. And... For the most part, they've passed. So I don't see why they can't do it here. And the last key to today's game is 40 minutes of intensity. I know, I know, I keep saying it, but that's what it is. You want to finish these games against teams that are traditionally and maybe from a odd standpoint better than you in 40. Because it goes to show that despite what people want to label you as as an underdog you have the capability to win and decide the game in regulation that goes to show how good of a team you truly are and northwestern has done that time and time again i can't see them again collapsing or not wanting to do that anymore um speaking of spreads indiana is a two and a half point favorite i could see this being a very very close game again or it could be like the last couple close games where there seems to be a gap in one half and then it gets closed in the other. Um, for me, I kind of want a game that was like, I believe it was Ohio State, where the Cats were on the gas pedal right away and never gave the lead back. But I will say it'll be remotely close. I'm going to go with 69 to 64 in favor of the cats i think the cats will get that streak going boo booey will get his uh career scoring record and the cats will get another quality win on their resume and one game back on this um meeting i wouldn't say it's a rivalry just yet because indiana has so much history in college basketball but you know the 2020s are really what, what where it's at for uh, Northwestern right now. So that's my take. Let me know what you think. Do you think the Cats are going to win big? Do you think it's going to be close? Do you even think Boo Boo is going to hit the record today? Uh, let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. And, you know, 
I'd love to hear what everyone has to say about that, this game. Uh, that being said, uh, we're going to sign off here. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining me on your Sunday morning again. If you are in Bloomington for the game, enjoy the game. And of course, for those watching and observing remotely, FS1 on TV, uh, Sirius XM381, if I'm not mistaken. Let me go back and double check that. Yep, 381 and AM 720 on the radio call for the Chicagoland area. Um, share the podcast with friends, family, colleagues, anyone who's down to join the Sports Talk conversation. I can be found on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and most other podcast platforms, O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T. There you can find the previous episodes of the Wildcat Offense on both basketball and football and greatness, spelled G-R, number eight, N-S-S, where I give a short form on the athletes that are dominating their sports today. Baseball's right around the corner. I have an episode on Mike Trout and his former teammate, the $700 million man, Shohei Otani of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, and we'll be back on Monday to recap this game. Hopefully a Wildcat win. Can't really afford to lose back-to-back -back games at this point in the season. So until then, enjoy the game and go Cats! Go Cats!